Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Vanders. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible reading beginning on December the 10th, day 344. We read Paul's letter to a Christian slave owner, Philemon. He wrote to persuade him to accept the return of his recently converted runaway slave, Onesimus, without punishment since he is now a believer and since Paul is now his spiritual father. Next, while in prison, Paul wrote a letter to the believers in Philippi to encourage them with the truth that they had been given the privilege of trusting Christ and the privilege of suffering for him. Paul believed, and proved by his actions, that all suffering for Jesus is a gift of gratitude, an effective way to evangelize, and the way to increase glory and pleasure for the Lord. He reminded them that Jesus, who deserves every good thing, willingly gave up his right to demand what already belonged to him, so that he could be the most humble servant who would save all believers in the world. Paul wanted them to live like Jesus. Finally, he stated that because of Christ's obedience to the Father, his name will be held higher than any other name by every creature, and every created being will bow low in willing submission before him when his full glory is revealed in heaven to all creation. December the 11th, day 345. We read Paul's letter to the Philippians. In it, he told them to work hard at showing the results of their salvation and to behave in the way that God's Spirit had enabled them. He warned them about the false teachers that will inevitably and repeatedly try to pollute the gospel with the doctrine of works. Their actions prove their identity. If doing good works really could save, Paul would have been the best example of success. But he counted all his previous hard work for God as worthless because he knew that salvation was found only by possessing faith in the forgiveness that comes from Jesus' sacrifice. Now as faith followers, Paul challenged them to follow him as he followed Christ, even though he admitted that he had not yet reached Christ-like perfection. Finally, Paul encouraged the Philippians to keep their thoughts on positive things in the faith while practicing all the lessons he taught them. He thanked them for their generosity, but added that he was able, by the strength in Christ, to endure all things, whether in plenty or in need. He ended his prayer with greetings. December the 12th, day 346. We read the writing of Jesus' half-brother, James. He encouraged persecuted believers to be joyful because the stress of maintaining their faith in God will provide the best environment for the development of their sanctification. He taught that believers should pray with faith in God alone, not as someone who would try to use God's favor as a good luck charm. He dispelled any notion that God would ever tempt anyone to sin. He presented an instrument that can measure the authenticity of a person's godliness. This is the level in which a person avoids evil and owns a faith that results in practical action that includes serving the needy. He gave a stern warning against having prejudicial preferences toward any fellow worshipers, whether rich or poor. Finally, his assessment of a person's maturation level of self-control can be seen by the content of his or her conversations. December the 13th, day 347. We read that James boldly stated that it is impossible to be a friend of both a holy God and the evil world system. James wrote that believers need to have great sorrow for their sins so that God may purify and encourage them. He also taught that believers ought to use the phrase, Lord willing, when making their plans to acknowledge that God controls their destiny. 
He warned that hoarding now will bring regret later. James challenged everyone to confess his or her sins and to pray. God answers prayer and will reward those who are instrumental in restoring a backslider. Next, we read Paul's letter to Timothy. He stated that some people are misrepresenting him. He wrote, The purpose of my instruction is that all believers will be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and genuine faith. Paul warned against false teaching. He wanted the tools of the faith to be used to build up the faith in others, not to be used for anyone's personal gain. He told Timothy to protect the worship of God from distractions. Finally, some male chauvinists have misapplied Paul's words that seem to discount the status of women. The problem lays in the conflict of truth, arrogance, and the shifting of societal protocols that are too vast for me to encompass in this episode. December the 14th, day 348. We read more of Paul's letter to Timothy. He instructed him to be careful when choosing and installing leaders. He identified specific qualities with which to measure a candidate's spiritual maturity. He warned Timothy to keep a close watch for false teachers that will inevitably infiltrate the church and lead unwary believers astray with demonic doctrines. Paul encouraged him to continue reading the scriptures to build up and teach the believers. He gave instructions on how to appropriately treat the elderly in general and the elderly and youthful widows in the church. He taught that a slave should respect his or her master, especially if the master is a Christian. Paul instructed Timothy on how to identify false teachers and to value the wholesome teachings of Christ. Finally, he encouraged Timothy to be content with having enough food and clothing, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. December the 15th, day 349. We read the rest of Paul's letters to Timothy. In it, Paul tells Timothy to run from the evil in which the false teachers indulge themselves and to keep the faith that he had so boldly proclaimed before so many people. He told him to instruct the rich how to use their wealth to serve others, and by so doing, they would be storing up treasures in heaven where they will have an eternal benefit. He ended the letter by telling him to avoid vain and unproductive theological arguments. Next, Paul wrote a letter to Titus to encourage him in his work on the island of Crete. He told him to choose leaders carefully and to discipline those who stir up strife among the believers. He gave instructions on how people of various positions should behave, living in submission, self-control, and committing good deeds. Finally, Paul may have sensed the nearing of his death by Nero's increased persecution of Christians, and so wrote another letter to Timothy to encourage him. He stated that it was always God's plan to show us His grace through Jesus Christ. December the 16th, day 350. We read Paul's encouragement to Timothy to remain true to his calling and not to engage in fruitless arguments, youthful lusts, or insignificant matters that would distract him from his gospel mission. He told Timothy to prove his acceptance through hard work. Paul warned him that in the last days, evil would become rampant and vile. He did not shy away from saying that persecution will come to those who share in Christ's salvation. He said that Timothy should work at telling others the good news that Jesus saves. Finally, Paul said, The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. Now a prize awaits me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. May all believers be able and willing to say the same thing.
This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Reading Summaries. My next episode will pick up on the summary of the Daily Chronological Bible Reading of December the 17th, day 351. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.